Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Right, let's move back to this um, living wage. Now, by the way, before I get into the living wage, can I mention as well, at the start of the week, we decided to do a little bit of an experiment. And for those who believe, by the way, we're insensitive in the experiment we did, absolutely, I would have no idea what it's like to live on the dole. To do that, I would have to go on the dole for a year. Um, for those who think it's insensitive that we're picking me as a subject uh, and, you know, a hypothetical situation that I'm a single man because I'm not. Um, I have three children and we're pretending that I don't have children. Um, obviously, I have a car, but we're pretending for the purpose of the argument that I don't and I have to use a leap card because I wouldn't be going to work in a car if I was unemployed. So all those things are factored in. And Stephen Kiernan, who was kind of clever with his figures and has understood these figures for years, had figured out that after I paid all those things, and, you know, paid the average electricity bill and it was worked out on average electricity bill for a single man living in a one-bedroom bed-sit type apartment. Um, and also, you know, that I would have a Leap card, I would have standard Sky package. Um, I'm not going out drinking, I'm not going out smoking. All those kind of things. He worked it out I would have €77 Euro left if I wanted to go for a drink or if I wanted to have a takeout or if I wanted to have all those things. So we're not trying to be insensitive about it. We're just trying to see you know, how easy would it be to live on that much spare cash a week? And without a shadow of a doubt, I wouldn't like to have to do it. Because as much as I'll be able to, I'm pretty sure I'll be able to manage till Friday, um, I wouldn't have the luxuries of life. I wouldn't be able to go on holidays. I wouldn't have a nice car. I wouldn't have all the luxuries of life. I would just about get by. So just out of, just how our experiment is going. So I had 77 euro at the start of the week. And I decided I would get uh, myself a takeaway. Now, Helena, let's just get Helena on the around here. Sorry, Helena. Yeah. So I got a takeaway on Monday night. You did. Because see, I do a split shift. And so it's sometimes difficult for me to kind of cook when I get home. I just don't have the bloody time. I'm too busy trying to get a rest and ringing Helena, trying to prepare a nice show. So I, I got a takeaway, which cost me, what was it? You said it was 10 or 11 euro. I got a chicken roll that day, which cost me four euro. And uh, you also got a Capri Sun. Yeah, I did. Now, and absolutely. While I was talking to Lena about it, I was thinking about it. I would normally get, um, you know, Tropicana, which is like 250. I got a Capri Sun because it was cheaper. It was 120. So, yes, you have to take into consideration when you've less money that you buy cheaper goods. So I, I did do that. Um, and I kind of had, a, I did have a burger last night and I had a lunch yesterday afternoon. And I have much left. Uh, you're not for, you're forgetting you had to buy a vape juice. I had to buy a vape juice for me vapor. So you are now down to I haven't got it in front of me, but I have been calculating it all week. You are now down to approximately thirty five, thirty six euro. All right. So that's what I have left to do me for two days. Well, an evening in two days. So I'm kind of okay. I'm on schedule. I've about half the money left, a little bit less than half the money left, and I'm halfway through the week. Um, uh, so I'm kind of on schedule. It doesn't take into obviously consideration me wanting to go to the pictures of the weekend. It doesn't take into consideration if I want to go for the restaurant of the weekend because on those kind of things, clearly I couldn't do that if I was on social welfare. And yes, it's a struggle for anybody in that situation. But the, we're not for a minute suggesting we don't understand that. But the point that Stephen was making at the start of the show is that social welfare is meant as a stopgap. It's not meant for you to live on. Some people, unfortunately, do live on it. But it's not meant for you to live on. It's meant to be in between jobs. I think you've realised, though, yourself, when you realise that, OK, if, if, if I literally only had this money left... for the I wouldn't be a happy camper. 
you would be worried. You'd be absolutely starting to think that you said we had a conversation earlier on where you said, yeah, if I only had 30. But if I and as, and as I said to you, if I was a single man and I had to do that, absolutely, I'd be worried. I wouldn't be happy living like that. So I would focus very, di- very hard on trying to get a job to yeah, get more think, than 209 yeah, euro a week. I think the purpose of our challenge is to mm. kind of say, OK, you know, we do talk about social work on the show a lot. Um, you know what? You know, maybe we we're not as open minded to it as we should be because we don't live in it ourselves. And it does make you. Kind Absolutely. Of what you're spending your money on. Absolutely. So I'm, I was very conscious of every penny that I was spending over the last two and a half days. But I want to get into something else that, and we, we will give you the results of that at the weekend and how I did at the, at the before we go with the wave for the weekend on Friday. All right. But I wanted to get into something else today that Ireland has the third highest proportion of workers who are a low pay out of 36 mostly European member states, according to an analysis by the Organisation for Economic Cooperation and Development. Now, approximately 23% of Ireland's full time workforce is on what is categorised as low pay or earning less than two-thirds of the median earnings according to the 2017 figures. That represents around 100,000 workers in Ireland. The average wage is calculated at 42,889 based on 2018 figures, which is not a bad wage if we lived in a decent country that wasn't so expensive to live in, by the way. Now, the Sinn Féin spokesperson on jobs, workers' rights and pay equality, Morris Quinlivan, who was supposed to be on the show, but unfortunately has opted out because he had other things to do, said the research highlighted the urgent need for the living wage Ireland. Now, the living wage is an amount of money that is needed to maintain a normal standard of living when the cost of groceries, fuel and other bills are taken into consideration. Currently, the living wage in Ireland is estimated to be 12.30 per hour, which is about €25,000 per year. And he said that the OECD figures confirmed that a huge number of workers across Ireland are poorly paid and struggling to afford basic day-to-day necessities because they might be on a minimum wage. He said proper wages and eradication of precarious working practices must be essential foundations of an economic growth and productivity moving forward. So today I want to get your thoughts on this. Do you believe the living wage should be introduced? Now, currently, as I said, we are talking about 980 is the minimum wage. Many people in this country are living on the minimum wage. They want to increase that to 12.30. I can see the problems with that, unless Sinn Féin are going to personally pay for it. Um, it means that companies that pay and have a large amount of staff on minimum wage would have to reduce the amount of staff they hire or pass on the cost to the customer. So, indeed, everything would have to go up in price or less people would be employed because companies have a budget for their personnel. So, essentially, the minimum wage would have to be increased to ensure nobody is earning less than the living wage. So, do you support the idea... If you're a small employer, a small business, you probably don't. But do you support the idea of a minimum wage? Now, some companies, the large multinationals mainly, do pay the living wage. The likes of the Ikeas, uh, the Aldis, the Lidls, uh, they all pay the living wage. Other companies don't. We want to know if you're in favour of making this legal and mandatory, that you must pay I suppose, a minimum wage of 12.30. That the minimum wage should match the living wage of 12.30 per hour. Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Maybe you're working on the minimum wage. Maybe you're an employer who is paying the minimum wage. Could you afford the extra three euro or so that you'd have to pay for the living wage per staff member per hour, which would be a substantial amount if you're doing 40 hours a week uh, for both employer and for both staff member. Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Should we increase the minimum wage to 12.30, which would be well above uh, what most of European countries are paying? Uh, Stephen, you're a classic kid. How you doing, Stephen? I know, good afternoon. And to be honest, I'm hardly surprised Provisional Sinn Féin are advocating spending other people's money. But we should look at some statistics, the hard facts. 
in that the CSO uh, figures earlier this year showed that 137,000, which is about 7.5% of all employees, are currently on the minimum wage. So it's only a minority of people that we're talking about. Initially. And the majority of those, I assume, would be working in either retail or the hospitality industry. Yeah, or they could be students, could be 18, 19-year-olds picking up glasses in a pub. But Ireland now, according to the latest figures from Eurostat, has the second highest minimum wage in the, um, in the EU 28, which works out at €1,656 a month, which incidentally is twice the amount that you're getting on, on, on the dole at 800 odd a month. Um, but if you look at countries like Germany, 1557, Belgium, 1594, Netherlands, 1616 minimum wage, they're also quite expensive countries to live in. Um, Okay, Spain and Portugal will be less at 700 and 1,000 a month, where a lot of things are cheaper. Um, but the, the countries I've mentioned, particularly Belgium and Germany, are expensive countries to live in. So to, and the minimum wage, remember, is, is not government money. It, it's mainly paid by employers who are already facing massive hikes in insurance and everything else and possibly will be losing orders. Well, our, is, our uh, nearest neighbours, well, neighbors, for example, the UK, but the minimum wage there is what? Is it 6.75 sterling, is there something like in that? In euros, it works out, according to Eurostat, and this is January 29 figures, 14.53 uh, euros. So they're about 200 a month less than we are. But they have the NHS and they have other things that maybe perhaps people here wouldn't have the expenses of. Right, OK. So, so they get less money, but they have to pay out less. Generally. Yeah, I mean, we always hear about the NHS and the... Well, the I would imagine most people on minimum wage, I would, I, I would imagine a lot of people on minimum wage, if, particularly if they have uh, dependents, if they're a family, if they're not sort of students, for example, per se, would get a medical card as well. They probably would. They also get family income supplement as well to supplement the wage. But, I mean, I, I don't think we should impose an, an extra burden on employers, particularly with Brexit, a hard Brexit coming down the road. But the, the argument is, according to Sinn Féin, it's only a couple of quid. You know, I mean, it's it, from 980 to 1230, realistically, it's only 250, isn't it? Yeah, times, 20, t- times the number uh, eight hours a day, times tw- uh, five days a week times 28 day working days a month, etc. So, fact, the, so the knock-on effect, you you would imagine, would be that the larger companies who are paying a lot of people minimum wage will take on less staff, or they will pass that on to the customer if it's retail. Absolutely, because a lot of the small employers particularly, um, wages tend to be a higher proportion of their cost than, say, someone in Google or Facebook could be earning 10 times that amount of money, but they could only be a tiny fraction of the cost of the business. Or somebody working in a restaurant or other service industry, the wages could be 80 or 90%. So it could be the difference of a business um, basically going out of business. I'd much rather prefer to see people being encouraged to upskill in that if you start off at a minimum wage job, picking up glasses and working in a shop or whatever, you must have ambition. Most people do have ambition and they can't see themselves in the same job for 10 years, 20 years for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we should be rewarding people just for doing the same job over time. We should be encouraging them and the state does have a lot of options for people who want to go to night school, etc. and upskill and certainly reward people. Same as I talked about the public service. I have no problem paying people a good salary if they do a good job, but those who don't shouldn't be rewarded for doing the same thing. Okay, well, hang on, because Mairead, you agree with increasing the minimum wage to the living wage? Yeah, like that man said, for some people, uh, or for uh, small businesses, um, I think the government maybe should subsidise them a bit. Sure, they're going to get the money back in tax anyway when the people are... Well, they are subsidised. I mean, if, if, if you're married, for example, and you've got kids and you're on a minimum wage, the state does subsidise your wages. You have a family well, income Why have we got so many homeless people that can't afford the rent? That's a very, very good question. Uh, but the, the state does subsidise people. You get a family income supplement that brings yeah. you up. What's but the they figure should for be subsidising them in other ways by... Um, 
building more social homes for them where they pay uh, rent on based on what they earn. But they do. The HAP scheme, you pay rent based on what you earn. Yeah, but no, or not just the HAP scheme. The way they used to build um, council houses years ago. Well, that's the way. Yeah, well, that's the same as we do now. I mean, what we do now is we build a lot of council houses. If we don't, we use the private like they're, sector. They're very, HAP scheme. You know, they're, they have uh, solar panels and everything in the latest ones they're building. Mm-hmm. And uh, that would cut down on um, a lot of uh, the cost. I know, I'm not disagree with that. We should be building more social housing. But yeah. getting but getting back to the argument, not everybody, by the way, is in a house, or they might be living with parents, for example, who are, yeah. are on a minimum wage. Well, I don't believe uh, you know young teens and that or students in the hospitality business they get tips mm-hmm. as well as their wages. Well, then you either agree with increasing it or you don't. For some people, it depends on what the you business can say is. For some, you can say for some people, who's going to decide which well, person is like entitled someone to Someone that has a few kids and that kind of, you know, that's, you know, pinched their collar, paying for all sorts, including uh, going back to school and but all the rest of it. But that's not an employer's responsibility. But an employer hires Mary or Johnny and they're 32 years of age, let's say, No, right? but it's up to the government to uh, bring in legislation that it has to be a living wage. But they, they, they Why? do. Well, with respect, hang on for a second. If you're Johnny or Mary and you've got two kids and you work in a shop and you only earn the minimum wage, the government does have a responsibility and the government, that responsibility is called the Family Income Supplement. Okay. So they, they does everybody all, claim that? Or, or well, I imagine they're, well, they're, well, they're foolish if they don't. And some of them can be on the margins where they don't qualify for a medical card. Very many of them, in fact. Well, once you're earning below, what's the the figure for medical cards? No means tested. Yeah. I, I don't know what the rate I think it's is. Thir- is it thirty four thousand or something? You're entitled to a medical. What's the figure for a medical card, Stephen? It depends. It, the the way they calculate it now, it's based on your net income, so they'll take off rent or whatever and other payments. And it's what you uh, left from that. Yeah, it, it's not your gross payment anymore. So it it does it, it depends on each individual circumstances. Um, I'll find the details. and I'll tweet them to you. I just don't have them in front of me. Right, yeah, no you're at the mercy of. Um, Social welfare or whatever. Okay, well, the mercy, the figures like are there. I mean, they, they work on the calculations. It's not an arbitrary decision. I know, decision. There's, there's people go for appeals and they're turned down as well. Okay, so the bottom line is, Mairead, you, you believe that it should be increased to the living wage, but not for everybody. Well, it should be increased at some level, and maybe not to 12 30, but. Um, well, maybe 11.50 or something like that to start off with. Well, most, most likely the, the minimum wage will be increased in the next budget. It always does in budgets. Um, it will be increased probably a little over 10 euro. You think? Oh, well, it will. It, you'd be uh, lucky if you got five, I'd say. What? <laughs> who's, who's earning five euro an hour? Right. No, I, I, I thought you meant an increase in social welfare payments. No, I'm not talking about social welfare payments. I'm talking about the minimum wage. At the moment is at 9.80. And most likely in the next budget, it will probably go up just over ten euro. It might not. And it goes up on every budget. No, they'd business. be whinging about Brexit. <laughs> okay, let me go to Declan. Declan, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Declan? How you doing, man? Good, uh, Declan. You're on a minimum wage. Hello, are you there? Yeah, sorry, no, I lost you there for a second. Yeah, you're on a minimum wage, Declan. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, what do you work at? Not where do you work, but what do you work at? You're an engineer. A engineer. I had to change careers. I used to be a carpenter, um, and I had to take the line. that injured me knee. Right. Okay. Uh, no heavy lifting anymore. So, uh, I was a ch- kind of change of careers into a lawyer, kind of lifting and work. Right. Okay. And how come you're only on a minimum wage? That seems quite a small wage for a job that is a reasonably skilled job. Well, it is. Well, I had to go to college for a year. I did get me uh, a, a few little certs and that. Uh, they picked me up. 
it's, it's in printers, but um, they, I had to start out basically all over again. Right, and do you get any benefits then with that as well? No. Okay, so you're just basically living on what you get on the minimum wage? Yeah, I'm earning just, I think, 500 more that allows me to have a medical card. Right, okay, so you're just over the threshold? Just about over, yeah, and unfortunately, um, I used to get a... I used to have, well, on the medical card, when I was unemployed for a few months with, during the injury, as I have to say, life was brilliant. Everything was paid for. So, as you said earlier, it is kind of better. People are better off not working. Okay, so you would, have been, you would have been on a disability payment at that stage, were you? Or an invalidity? No, no, just out of work. And they said as soon as the operation was done, I should be eligible for work. I got keyhole surgery and never got the operation because it was only a medical card. Right, okay, okay. So when you were out, when you were out sick, you were financially better off? Yeah, I was on on social welfare. They knew I had an injury, so they gave me a few months on it. Um, so I had medical card and everything else paid for. Right, okay. That doesn't say an awful lot for the state when you're better off not working. Uh, okay, but so you're on a minimum wage now, and you believe it should be yeah. increased. I mean, th- there's a case, Stephen, of somebody who probably, you know, would benefit well from being on a living wage rather than a minimum wage. Well, is it, but if it's a private sector employer, they may not have the funds to do that. And also, I mean, the gentleman has, has gone to college to better himself, which is going to be my point about personal responsibility, in that it's up to individuals to better themselves. They shouldn't everyone looking out for handouts all the time, particularly from the hard left thing to think it's okay. The state will pay more money, the state will pay more money. Well, the state is us. It's people who go to work and pay taxes. So, when you, so when you, Declan, when you reskill, you're going to college at the moment, obviously, to retrain yourself, will you earn more money then? No, well, it's within the job or to go to certain, I won't mention the companies, but I go under their search of what they want. And as soon as I'm certified in there, I'll be eligible for a raise. But unfortunately, for the last two years, I haven't got one because they haven't got the, the time, basically. Right, okay. I'm a field service engineer, basically, so I'm the only one that's doing that. So unfortunately, they don't have the time or somebody to fill in for me for me to go over to the UK and do the two-week course to get that. See, the point, and somebody has just texted in and said, you know, I feel sorry for Declan the situation he's in, but there's nothing, nothing stopping him getting another job that earns more money. And, and well, there I mean, is. Then, then that's another case of going to college and earning uh, cert or whatever else. To, but I mean, you can work in, I mean, with the greatest respect, Declan, I know somebody who works in a hotel. It's not a skilled job at all, and they're earning 14 euro an hour. Do you know what I'm saying? They're just working in a hotel. The injury that I have, it's, a non-gown, it's, it's the past five years I've had it. It's... Um, it's kind of holding me back from doing kind of heavy lifting jobs or anything like that. Yeah. And I can't afford to get the operation because I'm walking. I mean, in fairness, Stephen, Declan has to be applauded because many people in his situation would be claiming disability and they just say, I can't work. So, I mean, Absolutely. I mean, he sounds like... He's trying. Uh, he's making an yeah, effort. He sounds like a good employer. With, oh, sorry, employee, which is exactly what we want people to be. He went to college to better himself. Yeah. So, um, and he, and even with his injury, he's continuing to work. He just wants to work in a job that would suit his injury. Yeah. And also, I mean, we are at a time of virtually full employment in that um, it, so many employers, I'll tell you, it's, it's hard to get staff. So anyone I think who does work hard and wants to better themselves can easily get a wage more than the minimum wage um, if, they, if they look around and put a bit of effort into it. All right, well, I do feel sorry for the situation. And I have to take a break. You can keep texting, uh, keep WhatsApping. The number is 087-188-0008. Inga says, Niall, yes, it should be increased. Cost of goods and services keep going up. Another person says, I work in double airport driving a trace machine. Uh, we're not getting right rates. It's appalling labour. Uh, here uh, get more than our uh, uh, labourers get more than we do 
Um, right, well, that's up to you to go to your, I don't know, your, I'm assuming if you work in the airport or in the union, maybe you should go to the union about that. If he's on a minimum wage, how does he earn above 34,000 threshold? Well, he doesn't. The medical card is based on what you have net. In other words, what you have left in your pocket. It used to be based on 34,000 threshold, from what I remember, but now it's based on, as Stephen rightly pointed out, on what they have. It's means tested. In other words, after you've paid your rent, after you've paid your bills, how much have you left in your pocket? And I think Declan should probably go back and have a look again because I think maybe he could work it out that he'd be entitled to it. Um, because the medical card is worth a few quid to you. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number is 0871880008. Should the minimum wage be increased to 12.30, which is the living wage, according to Sinn Féin? It should. But then again, Sinn Féin are not paying it, are they? The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Time to join in the conversation online or on your smartphone. Classic Hits. Classic Hits. Playing 80s, 90s and more. Celebrating 10 years of creativity and talent, Corecraft Month returns to the city and county this August with a magical mix of workshops, exhibitions, open studios and demos to choose from. Running until 31st of August, the annual event boasts over 50 events and exhibitions with something to excite and delight craft lovers of any age. See corecraftanddesign.com. Freeze away up to 25% of your fat with CoolSculpt at River Medical. To celebrate over seven years of providing CoolSculpt treatments, River Medical are delighted to offer 20% off all CoolSculpt with a complimentary hydrofacial. To avail of this offer, call us today on 01-662-9106 or visit rivermedical.ie. Looking for courses near you in 2019? Search the largest courses database in Ireland on nightcourses.com and courses.ie. Thousands of courses from colleges near you. nightcourses.com and courses.ie. Find your course. Hiring a car on holiday? Don't get ripped off at the car rental desk abroad. Cover the excess online with carhireaccess.ie for only $2.99 a day or $48.99 a year. Cover includes damage to windscreen, tyres, keys and more. So avoid being ripped off at the car hire desk abroad. Visit carhireaccess.ie or call us on 0818444447. Prices quoted are based on daily and annual European cover for persons aged 21 to 84 with full license. Daily price quoted is based on two-day cover. Blue Insurance Limited trading as carhireaccess.ie is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Still single, Mary. Don't worry. Maybe you'll be next. Ah, you know me, Bridie. Loving the single life. <laughs> Back off, Bridie. Sick of being the token singleton? Join Intro Matchmaking, Ireland's professional face-to-face introductions agency, and find your plus one. With clients from all walks of life, in all 32 counties, there's someone for everyone. For more, visit intro.ie. <laughs> be next. There's no need for that now, Mary. Hey, Alexia, what's my schedule for today? This morning, you'll take the family to Tate Oak Park, Ireland's most exhilarating day out. First, you'll embark on an epic Viking voyage. Then you'll discover the big cats and birds of prey at the zoo. After lunch, you'll all ride the Coo Cullen coaster and make a complete idiot of yourself by screaming like a big baby. 
Mum will be like, ah, make it stop. Oh no, oh no. Tato Park and Zoo is open every day. Terms and conditions apply. See tatopark.ie. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. With AutoExpress.ie, there is no debate. Luxury for less with AutoExpress. Classic Hits. Uh, my name is Dave and I earn 25,000 a year. Well, Dave, you're not on minimum wage if you earn 25,000 a year. You must be on about 12.50 per hour, I imagine. Um, I work as a barman. I pay 1,000 a month in rent to try to support my, and try to support my girlfriend in college in Galway. An increase of two to 250 would change our lives for the better. I'm sure it would, Dave. But here's the point, Dave. And I, I don't envy your situation. It's a difficult situation you're in. So I do have empathy and understanding for your situation. But, it's not your job to support your girlfriend in college. Your girlfriend, if she doesn't have the money, can get a grant from the state. Um, your girlfriend, if she is working, I'm assuming has her own money. And your girlfriend is going to better herself, whereby she will also be able to earn money. So eventually, when you do settle down, maybe you're going to get married, I don't know what you're going to do, you will have more money. But that's your choice. That's your choice to have that job. It's your girlfriend's choice to go back to college to better herself or go to college to better herself. And it's not up to the taxpayer to fund your choices in life. They can assist you, but they can't fund your choices in life. Hopefully your girlfriend will qualify from college, get a very good job, and between the two years, you'll earn quite a tidy sum at some point. Maybe you'll become a bar manager. I don't know, but they're your choices in life, Dave. I'm assuming you're not, both of you are quite young, by the way, by the sounds of your text. But it's not everybody else's responsibility to pay for you and your girlfriend. Uh, okay, let me just uh, go. Do I sound a bit harsh there? Let me go to this one. Somebody says, it's crazy economics to consider such a move. Minimum wage should be a starting point for people instead of being or spending years on it uh, with no ambition. You don't need a degree to succeed in life. He also goes on to say jobs would be lost. Prices would increase. If a staff, uh, if a staff on minimum wage get a huge increase, that will have a knock-on effect to employees uh, on around a 12, a 12 euro per hour, uh, they will have to be uh, uh, also increased. In other words, if staff are on more money, they'll also have to get an increase because they'll say other people are getting an increase, so they'll walk out the door. Uh, look up Washington State in the US. They did this, and there was a massive amount of jobs lost. Exactly what I said at the start of the show. If you increase minimum wage to living wage, we will lose lots of jobs. Jude, you're on Classic Hits. How are you doing, Jude? Jude, oh, sorry. I didn't turn you on either. Jude, uh, go ahead. Um, I think it's ridiculous that companies have to be would be forced to um, pay a living wage because, because the companies aren't forcing these people to be employed by them. I mean, I do, I do agree with a minimum wage. There has to be a minimum wage, otherwise people would be exploited. Yeah, but I mean the living wage. Like companies have overheads, rates, utilities, insurance. To, they have a bottom line to meet, and they, they have a profit people. to make. Yeah, that's above all. And a company is not a social worker or they're not a charity. It's not up to a company. They don't have to care if you've got three or four kids or whatever or how you spend. But that was the point Moraine was making, that everybody should be, like, depending on the person's circumstances, the company should consider giving them the living wage. And I said, well, it's not the company's responsibility to understand your circumstances. Exactly. And what happens if this... Globalisation is actually a fairly good thing. And what happens is if Ireland becomes too expensive to employ, the companies will just pack up the big companies and they'll employ elsewhere. And therefore, if they, even if the top 10 companies over here, the top biggest employers, just 10 of them, just say, 
if Ireland got too dear to imply, if they left, do you not think there would be a huge recession already started if they did that? If Ireland was was not competitive and was not able and was too dear to employ people? Well, we've seen that already where we see, for example, helplines for a lot of the larger companies being moved to places like India and Pakistan. Um, you know, for phone companies and, you know, uh, technology companies, they moved all their helplines out of Ireland and to India and Pakistan because it's cheaper wages. Yeah, for the bottom line, exactly. So, and this higher wage has massive knock-on. It's like a domino effect. As you said, prices go up. Employees will want more wages than the ones who were already given that rise. Mm-hmm. Prices will go up. Loads of overheads will go Because if it means, because the companies, if it costs a huge amount of money to run a business, that's a fact. And if the costs keep on going up and up, it won't be worth a company's time or effort or investment to employ in a place that it's not going to make a profit out of. Well, say there, because Len, you're on Classic Hits. Len, you believe they should be increased. Yeah, I do. Absolutely. When you look at all the big ticket items in Ireland, like um, mortgage, food, all of the costs, the main things we pay out for have like, gone up huge. But you're not going to get a mortgage on a minimum wage, or you're not going to get I'm a not, mortgage on no, living wage I'm not, either. I'm not saying that, but rent, just cost of living in general. But the point I'm making is I don't totally agree with Sinn Féin that this should be compulsory. But what I do think should happen is if, that, if you're a business or a company and you want to operate in our society, we are a society after all, then you should be tra- transparent. And if you turn around and you can't afford to pay this way, have something or whatever, then show us. Show us your books. Do you know what I mean? Like, prove it. Then find it. There was a mechanism brought in. Well, 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 but the greatest... Well, hang on, Len. The minimum wage. Yeah, but Len, 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 most businesses are limited companies. You're quite entitled to go on to Solo Check um, or any of the the CRO, and for a fee of five euro or whatever it is, you can look at their books and see how much they pay them wages. I know that, but there should be kind of... This should be balanced against how much profit they make and all. Uh, Like, if if there's five, like, say, shareholders getting, like... Like seventy, sixty percent of all profits, then and all, surely they can pay a bit more out in wages. But the shareholders like, are opp- Yeah, but if you give a company an opportunity to pay a certain level, like there's huge multinational companies out there now paying minimum wage. There's huge, like the hotel sector, which is booming at the moment, is thriving on minimum wage. Uh, as if, is the retail if, sector, if, yes. If you, you ask the retail sector, is uh, if you give companies an opportunity, a flower like this, they will take advantage of it, even if they can pay more. Okay, well, 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 okay. Let, let me let me just put that. Let me let me put that to Jude. Jude, it's a fair point. Ireland is not a cheap country to live in. Um, even if you exclude mortgages, because whether you're on a living wage or a minimum wage, you're not you're never going to get a mortgage anyway. Uh, so you, you'd have to get a, de- a decent job to get a mortgage nowadays. So excluding that, but Jude, you know the the idea of paying somebody nine eighty an hour, which is the minimum wage, means that you're just exploiting the law. You're paying them the minimum amount you're required to pay them because you can. Well, okay, well, let, let Jude respond to that. Let, let, let me respond to that. Sorry, go ahead, Jude. I have no problem with that. If I was a multinational, if I owned a company I was an employer, I would be just down to the bottom line. I am only interested in making a profit. That's the only reason why someone goes into business. I wouldn't be a care worker. I wouldn't be a charity. I'm not a social worker. I'm just interested in my profit. Now, I will employ people, and I would pay them. I would pay them more than the minimum. I pay them the minimum wage, more than the minimum wage. Say, the living wage, right? Yeah. But I shouldn't have to be forced to do it because I'm not responsible for other people's lives like companies no one I shouldn't be forced to have to pay that money because I'm not forcing anyone to work for me well you're missing my point I'm saying we are a society forced so if someone is paying really low wages that can afford to pay higher wages then us as taxpayers are bailing them out we're paying like for a person's medical card then 
rent, supplement, everything else comes out of the taxpayer's pocket because he decided that he doesn't want to pay fair point. a good wage. That's, a, that's actually a fair point to you, the one that I didn't consider. But the only thing I will say to you, Len, is that if we force the 12.30 minimum wage or living wage to a minimum wage, so to speak, you know, it will affect the amount of people that are employed. As, as somebody pointed out rightly there, they lived in Washington, they brought this in in Washington, and they noticed lots of jobs being lost. So it, it does mean that employers will have a budget, they want to make a certain amount of profit, so we'll just employ less people. But there's an argument now as well for that people, like if you look at companies like IKEA, people stay there, they're happy there, they have a great atmosphere to work under apparently, and people are happy to stay there. It's was a good atmosphere, IKEA? it's productive as well. But IKEA are forced to make people happy. But I mean, no, but they do. I mean, they take it upon themselves, just like the Googles and everybody else, to pay people a decent wage because their theory is, Jude, a happy worker is a good worker and a productive worker. Listen, I have to wrap that up. Thank you very much to Len and Jude. Oh, I have to go to Paddy as well. Very quickly, Paddy. Sorry, go ahead. Hi, hi Niall. Um, I'm self-employed um, in engineering work. Um, if I want, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sole worker on my own, if I need to employ somebody, I fully expect to pay about 150 euros a day, which is nearly 20 euros an hour. Now, granted... That's for um, a, a time-served fitter or, or engineer. But I just think it's wrong that companies can be allowed to set up their business and to pay our youth a minimum wage. If you can't afford to pay the wage, don't go into business. But it's, a, yeah, but it's considered to be a starting. Nobody's suggesting, Paddy, that you live for the rest of your life on 980. It's a starting no, wage. Well, I mean, when I was a young fella, you know, like everybody else, I was on crap money too, you know what I mean? No, no, I, I, I take your point, now, but I, I say, I, I've got two daughters. I'm a young one at 25, graduated in college in, um, in the film industry. Now, if there's not a film on, she has to find a bit of work somewhere. Yeah. Now, I won't mention names, but she works here in the Kildare Village, where I'm from. There's massive companies down there Paying very, very little tax, very little tax. Well, now, do, well, do me a favour, Paddy. Let me, let, I'll allow you to finish that story. If you hang on, I have to take a break because I'm well over time here. So please stay with me, Paddy. I'll let you finish that story. Sorry, Paddy, just to get back to your story. So yes, she's she based in Kildare. Uh, she's working in Kildare, the film industry. But go on. Yeah, she, 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 worked, she graduated in the Larry there, not last year, the year before last. And Grand, when there's a film on, she's working. But when there's not, the kid goes out every morning. She goes to the Kildare village and she's... She's got to at least four jobs in Kildare Village at different times when she's needed them. But there's some big companies over there, and I'll mention Starbucks, and maybe I shouldn't, who are paying very, very, very little tax, and our government is facilitating this. And they're paying our kids today in around the 980 to 10 euro. And it's wrong, Niall. Now, I'm not saying you should be paying a 16-year-old who's doing a weekend job the full wage. But, 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 but Paddy, I'm, I'm not having a pop, right? I'm having a pop. I, and, no, you're, no, and, no, and you are no. right, and I wouldn't like to be living on 980 an hour, right? But in saying yeah. that, when you go work for, you know, the, all these kind of companies, the Starbucks or McDonald's or KFCs or whatever it happens to be, they're jobs generally for students. They're starting out jobs. Nobody is suggesting for a minute, unless you're going to end up as a manager, that you're going to have to be working there for the rest of your life. Everybody knows what all those type of jobs are and what but, they're for, but, the purpose of them. But Niall, that's my point. And I know I'm going on, on a personal basis here. But my young one is 25. Every time she goes into one of these jobs, she gets a supervisor job. And the type of kid that she is, she'll put in the extra hours. When she's called, when somebody rings in sick, she's always there. Okay? She banks the money. She locks up. And she's getting less than 11 euros an hour, Niall. These companies are abusing our youth. Now, you talk about restaurants. Don't go into business, Niall, if you can't pay a, a, an individual a proper wage. You have no right to make a profit, like Jude is talking about in Stephen. I'm only here to make profit. You're not, you have no right to make a profit on the backs of our people, 
Northern Ireland. That's the way it should be. Don't get into business if you can't pay a proper wage. And I'm not getting a part of you, Niall, as I was saying. Mm-hmm. But, you know... It's, no, 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 point taken, point this taken. Government, this, this government facilitates that. They brought out a system a couple of years ago to take people off the dole, as they call it. You know, to take down our job figures, that always all these people back in work. Jobs bridge, like, yeah. Giving them 50 euros, giving them 50 euros, yeah, exactly. And you know and I know, Niall, and it doesn't like... Oh, hey, look, there's no doubt Jobsbridge was exploited by some dubious employers. But in saying that, also, there was people who were, did quite did quite well out of Jobsbridge, too. Exactly, and there always will be, Niall. But I can guarantee you now, and as I said, I'm self-employed, I, I have to pay wages as well. There's more companies than not totally exploit this. Okay, well, listen, I'm running out of time. Paddy, thanks for your call. And I appreciate everything you said there, all right? I think it was a good message. Don't go into business unless you're willing to pay people a decent wage. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.